welcome to another episode of the Lovers and Things podcast. Where your favorite couple's favorite couple talks, talks about, about the, the things, things they, they love. love. Very good. Halloween edition. Halloween edition. It's spooky season. Yes, this is where you get the thunder sounds. Thunder sounds. Our budget can only afford us saying the sounds. <laughs> thunder sounds. Creepy crawlies. Ghouls. Ghouls. A ghost. That's Halloween, right? Ghosts. How good Wind was that? Wind rustling. Spiders. Wow, that did that. <laughs> I feel like my spider effect is pretty good. What do you think? No, your spider effect was top tier. I yeah. That sounded really good. Yeah. So hopefully we didn't scare you guys away. Oh my gosh, that was, was that spooky? That was very scary. Very scary. Well, welcome to another episode. My name is Lex. And I'n Greg. You know, I got carried away. I got I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> you I'm already into right spider in. noises and creepy crawly sound effects. I'm but. not mad at it because you know the spooky season brings out the best in all of us. The best, huh? <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> it brings out the best. At least yes. that's what I've heard. Yeah. So um, how have you been feeling in spite of the scary season? In spite of the scary season, doing pretty good this week. I think things are happening. Um, mm. I must note that we have a special guest with us today on the podcast. Yes, there's a dog on your lap. Joining us is Loki, our nephew. So Nephew you, of the pod. Nephew of the pod. He's family. So if you hear any rustling in the back or a bark, um, it's him. It's not Greg. Um, it's not Greg. It's <laughs> Loki. It's Loki. Um, but I am doing well. I am in good spirits. I can't complain. What mm. about you? Good. I've been good. I've. Uh, I don't think I've said this on a pod. Mm. Um, I don't think I've said this to you. Okay. But I am sitting in uh, comfort with being hungry. Please yes. expand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. So, um, I think for the longest, and probably for much of my life, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say for a lot of my adult life. Okay. Um, I think I feel like I've had a scarcity mindset. Uh, oh, to this the is point, deep. What? No, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I feel like I don't sit comfortable, comfortably in hunger. That is true. Like, I d- won't even allow myself to get hungry. Mm-hmm. You, you probably see me over planning lunch, breakfast. You do. Dinner. Yeah. Food is like a like, thing for you. and like I, I don't let it slip. And it's, the, it's also the abundance, the mm. amount of food yeah. that you eat. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, and I, I've always like you know me when I especially when I go to when I go into the office in the city and I'm mm-hmm. like, I've got to have a breakfast. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a headache if I'm not if I don't if I don't eat enough food and I'm oh I'm like constantly adjusting my plans. I mm-hmm. get I stop by the uh, the bodega and get like a breakfast burrito mm-hmm. um, every morning and get lunch a, a full lunch mm-hmm. and then come home of course get a full dinner. Yeah, and uh, I you know I never never sat hunger. Don't sit in a hunger. And you know what's weird, too, is, like, I think your food comfort or need to have food all the time has almost equated to an addiction. And let mm-hmm. me say, tell you why. An addiction, okay. Because if you do not eat a s- certain amount of food, like, your body spazzes out. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, you naturally go through the ebbs <laughs> of flows of sugar spikes and, what is you it know, called? a relapse? little bit of, yeah. Like, I fall into relapse. Like, if Greg does not eat, like, something massive in the morning uh-huh. by 11 o'clock he has a headache and he can't continue yeah, his and day. i'm like, struggling it's weird. i'm like sh- i'm like trembling i got the sweats 
Like, and it's like it's it's out you it's okay. Like you really do have to eat quite a bit. But then I have to consider the fact that like you are a taller like you're a guy and like not that you need tons more calories than than me, but you I could see you needing mm-hmm. heartier things. And you know, from my perspective, the way I eat is totally different than how you eat. And so I've just learned to respect yeah. how that goes for you. <laughs> but I I've turned a new leaf. Okay, you're a new I, man as I've of today. Started to embrace hunger. Okay. Um I you know over the over the past few months you've seen the the shift that that's the ship has been turning. You've oh. been watching this cuz I used to go full breakfast burrito every morning. Oh, that is true. Mm-hmm. And then half cost savings, half um it's too much food. Okay. Uh cuz I'd have leftovers from lunch. Mhm. I switched to half a burrito, a breakfast burrito. Okay. This is captivating <laughs> content, by the way. Breaking um, news. <laughs> breaking news at the top of the pod. <laughs> this is the most important news right now. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Um, oh, you're and good. then I, I went to half a burrito. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I've gone no burrito. No burrito in the and morning. I, I let myself get hungry. Okay. So what do you, you let yourself get hungry in the morning? You don't even get like a little, a little piece of something? Nope. Wow. Just a cup of coffee and I'm and I'm and I'm out. Very and, I, and, I, and I wait for lunch because I have lunch consistently at, at noon. Yeah. I don't play about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're like, that will not change. That will not change. So yeah, I'm sitting in hunger, letting the the feels feel the feels. Yep. Uh, you know, value the time it's I have to eat and then mm-hmm. acknowledge that, hey, I'm just hungry and that's okay. It's not the end of the world. I love that for you. You know, quite a life revelation. Yes. <laughs> that it's okay to be hungry sometimes. I'm a big proponent of um <laughs> of grazing. I'm a grazer okay. myself. Okay. Um a grazer is someone who eats a lot of a little. If that a lot makes of a sense. Little, okay. So you like a big breakfast, a big lunch, and a big dinner. I will do like a tea for breakfast and then just like some oatmeal and then mm-hmm. like before lunch I'll do like a little snack and a then little, like a little rustling a tiny of a bag. Li- yeah, yeah and then a little a couple of chips here mm-hmm. an apple yeah. like I'm a grazer throughout the uh-huh. day so like <laughs> that's, this you know, is so funny because all I'm thinking about is you quote unquote grazing yeah after dinner, yeah. would you have a little dessert? Yeah, it's always a dessert, <laughs> oh, a little grazing. something. Oh, after after dinner, I love to have one of my favorite things is some cool whipping berries. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I promised we had come oh, on here to goodness. talk about this. No, we didn't. Um, um, but, but that's, that's, that's a know. life update. I love the growth. I respect it. Chime Very in, good. y'all. <laughs> you, <laughs> breakfast burrito people? Yeah, are you a breakfast burrito Are you a grazer? Person? Are you like me? Are you more of just like an, a protein oats mm. and granola type you know, me, gal? You know, you know where I stand. I don't play yeah. about my meat in three. Okay. <laughs> The beat at three sides, y'all. Yeah, um, loves it. Anyway, I digress. Uh, you digress? No, <laughs> but that was good to know. I I, I enjoyed it. Okay, so um, in other news, <laughs> um, there was this topic that's been a buzz. Quite frankly, it's been a buzz almost a decade now. The topic of lunch with Jay Z or five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. Which I've are seen you taking? Churning on the internet. Yeah, this has been a thing on back in the. When I was in the thick of t- Twitter, back when Twitter was Twitter. Oh, boy. Now it's X. Is which it? sounds like a porn site. <laughs> what is it? It's sure Apparently, does. it's still Twitter. Do you still call it a tweet? Uh, is it I still, still tweet? call it a tweet because I don't know what else to call it. I don't know. But anyway, this has been a topic. I'm pretty sure everyone has heard about this, the, the, the debate that's been stirring along the internet. The idea is that, you know, is the dinner with, uh, is the dinner or lunch with Jay-Z, you're going to gain just as much valuable 
business le- uh, lessons, mm-hmm. wisdom from one of the greatest rappers of all time, greatest businessman of men of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, or would you just take cash? Yeah, five hundred thousand dollars. And I make it. I make it very important to say five hundred thousand dollars. Yes, because half a when, mil. When you say five hundred k, people like. Just roll with it like it ain't nothing. But right. when you have to, when you when you say it by its full name, give mm-hmm. call the devil by its name. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Or a lunch with Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Clear. You know what side I, I'm sticking with. Well, no, I don't know. You have to tell me. I'm taking a five hundred k. And likewise. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, first off, the what makes these people think that Jay Z wants to talk to you? Like I, what? Like, <laughs> Or like he's he's gonna be so interested in what you have to share, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's a great assumption. So so that's why I I mean quite frankly, let's just establish that five hundred thousand dollars is a life changing amount of money. Yeah, for most people it is. It's life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, you could uh, some people could pay off their homes with this. Yeah, they have no mortgage. Mm-hmm. Some people could use that to seed uh, business ventures. Yeah, and poss- and some people could just invest it and mm-hmm. never have to work. Yeah, significantly for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on it. I yeah. I take the cash all day every day, and um, I wanted to get your take on it. Yeah, I take the cash too. It's pretty simple if you ask me. Um, because here's the thing: I think the 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 nuance of this conversation is, you know, the assumption that Jay Z, because he is a well connected and rich man by proxy, mm-hmm. you having its ninety minute lunch with him right. means that somehow you will have touched the hem of his garment and mm. then be able to have <laughs> access to what is the millions um, of the millions, millions of wealth and influences. But here's the thing, guys, right? Um, I think we all think entirely too much of ourselves. Oh, like <laughs> and, our, like we got this groundbreaking business idea right. that we could pitch. Because first of all, I think, and this is just my opinion, a lot of business and a lot of you know, uh, who knows who aspect of 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 wealth building comes from relationship building, people knowing you and understanding you. The chances of Jay Z learning enough about you and trusting you enough in ninety minutes to invest any sort of Significant, significant amount, yeah. amount of money in you is slim to none. And likewise, the information that you are going to gather in those 90 minutes is not going to be as life-changing as the $500,000. I don't care what you say. There's nothing that that man is going to say that is going to be so prolific. It's it's not going to be anything he hasn't said in an interview or anything you can't read in a self-help book somewhere. Yeah. It is not going to be life-changing. I'm sorry. And so the idea of me passing up 500000 American dollars that are tax-free <laughs> to sit direct down, deposit. direct deposit, to sit down for a lunch with Jay-Z is silly, particularly if I don't have what I just know is an undeniable idea that just needs funding, right? Because you're mm-hmm. also assuming that there's just like an idea that needs to be funded or right. a, connect, a simple connection that needs to be made. This man is not God. Right. And y'all need to move on. Yeah, best <laughs> best case scenario is that you have an idea that literally only requires funding. The, yeah, because if it requires best case scenario. If it requires any of his effort oh, or him to build a please. connect you with somebody else. It's over. It's over. It's yeah, too much. It's too, many hoops, too many hoops. Too many hoops. If it's as simple as he just needs to sign a check and then you're going to make an ROI on that because granted, a, a loan is a loan. Yeah. 
just because you're connected with somebody and they give you money, that doesn't mean you don't have to pay them back yeah. plus interest. <laughs> Hello? Okay? Hello? It's just you're just substituting it with a cold. Nothing is free money. Like a, a cash lender instead of a bank. And uh, also, fun fact, if somebody is investing in your company, uh, hold on, guys. I have the a dog. preparing on. to leap on the chair. On. Oh, boy. Here we hold go. Hold on. Please hold. He's strong. <laughs> Okay, now the um, dog's on the lap. Dog's on the lap. Okay, we're okay, um, we're good. We're getting through this. Woo! Oh wow, he is restless. Now wow. he's on the edge. Okay. I think it's because we're doing a lot and not paying him attention. Um, uh, what was I going to say? You're I'm talking so about now. like the idea of asking for an investment, uh, a, yes. a seed on an idea. So that's the thing. That's not free money. If yeah. that makes sense. Like if someone is loaning you money, they respect a return on their investment and in a timely manner, right? As described by right. as prescribed in the agreement. Like there's a there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. And so life-changing information is not going to be given. Life-changing <laughs> support is not going to be given. Yeah. What is life-changing is five hundred dollars in your bank account right now. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand dollars in your bank account right now that you can do with it what you will. Right. Now that is is life changing. That's something. Yeah, and whatever photo you're gonna take of Jay Z and put on your Instagram stories certainly is not garnering. Yeah, and then the I, the people they think that is just so simple. Mm-hmm. You just pitch an idea, and then someone, you know, and like we said, the best is you just hope that the easiest idea to pitch is if you just can show them the the ROI, and yep. you just say all you gotta do is just sign a check over, and I, I'm out of your way, and you'll get your dividends. Best that's case the scenario, best, and then you've got to have a business plan, a business deal that's so clear. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to show that. And then he's got to do his due diligence on his team. Yeah. It's just a lot of work when you could just get the 500K and do whatever business idea you want. Yeah. Again, tax free, that is your money. So that's my perspective on it. I mm-hmm. think, you know, we we think that a lot of these celebrities, especially ones to Jay Z's size and influence, have all the answers and have all the connections in the world. And frankly, he's got plenty. <laughs> like, there, I mean, he's he is Jay Z. Um, but I always say you got to look out for house and home first. Right. You can't leave a 90-minute brunch with Jay-Z and then go back home to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your squalor. regular condi- squal- <laughs> yeah, squalor. And, like, absolutely not. Right. Now, Y'all got to think big picture. Here. Now, let's say, see, this is from our perspective. Yeah. Our, um, you know, we have jobs as our primary form of income. Yeah, sure. We uh, are not wealthy by any means. No. Nope. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. We're working on it, but we're not there yet. Yes. <clears throat> um, now, imagine if you're Amon de Brignac. And mm-hmm. you have a champagne company mm-hmm. that you've been investing in for close to almost 100 years. Mm-hmm. And you've got some interest from LVMH. Mm-hmm. And you're presented with the option of 500K mm-hmm. in 2002, whatever it was, mm-hmm. or a lunch with Jay-Z. Yep. You take the lunch with Jay-Z. Yeah, see, that's a different scenario. Because he will take your champagne brand from Omar Nebrigniak to Ace of Spades. Yeah. And that's, you know, they've made a, several times over the return on that lunch than the yeah. 500k right I agree. which is a different type of positioning i agree and to be fair those sort of deals aren't made in a 90 minute lunch either <laughs> like so like so I'm, yeah like you got you got to be able to go on the long road now the connection can be made in that time yeah um but nothing life change in in most cases for most mm-hmm. people it's not going to change your life, y'all. Yeah. Unless you're a huge Jay-Z fan. Look, for some people, just being in the presence of Jay-Z because you're a whole fan may be worth it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. Yeah, and honestly, like, I, I, best rapper alive for me mm-hmm. is top top one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Wheezy. 
Oh. It's going to be Wheezy all day, every day. I'm and, not, you know, I wasn't a Jay-Z. You know, I'm from the South. We're yeah. from the South. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne resonated on my spirit in I middle agree. school with I the Carter agree. albums mm-hmm. and early in high school. Actually, that was high school. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Gail King mm-hmm. sat with Jay-Z himself and, propo- and asked him his thoughts on that question. And mm-hmm. He said himself, y'all. Take the 500k. <laughs> like, Jay-Z don't sit down said, with me like, at Nobu. It ain't worth it. He's like, I don't want to have lunch with y'all. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Another thing, right? You're assuming this man has interest in your child. If y'all don't take that 500k, listen. If anyone ever proposed that to me, uh-huh. before they could finish the question, I'm right. I'm giving you my direct deposit information. <laughs> What do you mean? There's a cash app, y'all. Here's my the, cash the app. I could care less. Yeah, and I'm so <laughs> introverted. I I would pay him five hundred thousand. Right, right. Like, and I gotta talk to him. Oh, oh no! We talk about. I'm I gotta have a story. It's like, it's, whatever. What are we doing here? Because like, all I really care about is your wife, and that's offensive. <laughs> Wait, like, what? you be Beyonce? I'll be like, like, so how's Beyonce and the kids? <laughs> show me pictures. How's Romeo? How's y'all? Sir? Y'all, y'all been on any trips them. lately? I ain't been seeing the babies. Well. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I'm curious where because some people really feel I, I'm so shocked by this. But people really feel like you should be taking this lunch. If you're one of those people, t- let us know why. Yeah, in the I, comments somewhere. I, I'm not DM because I'm just curious. Maybe I'm I'm missing something. Yeah, I've got to be missing it, something because yeah. ain't no way. It's just the sheer amount of things that I could do with five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars, half a mil liquid cash, mm. liquid money, right? That's nice. That's a good amount of money. You want me to fool la la with Jay Z? Right. No. Yeah, no, you can't no. quite live off the interest on that. But if you put that thing in some investment channels, it'll make your month to month a lot easier. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. So let's get a bit topical. Ooh, uh, because you... again, it's spooky Ooh, season. Crashing, crashing. Spooky season. Bills. Spooky season. <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> Not taxes. Taxes. Student loans. <laughs> yeah, so um, I wanted to talk about Halloween stories cons- oh my since gosh. everyone will be listening to this on the thirty first, right? Um, so I wanted to get into that Halloween stories. Okay, look, y'all, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who has an extensive history with Halloween. I grew up in what I would consider to be a modest Southern household, yeah, um, with with strong Christian values. Mm-hmm. And so um, Halloween was not celebrated for a for real. Like, yeah. it was not like, you know, the jokes on the internet would be like, oh, you know, who went to the fall festival or holy night <laughs> at the church? Well, yeah, like, yeah. like, that's the thing. So I think we would oftentimes, like, as a family, have candy to give out really? to the other kids. We would have candy some yeah, years. Candy. And I think as we got a little bit older, my mom became a little less strict. And I remember one time some of my older cousins, I think it was Keelan and Carlin, Took us around the neighborhood to get candy once. <gasps> I know. You were trick-or-treating. I think I went trick-or-treating once. Adrian, my sister, please correct me if I'm wrong. Mama, I know you listen. Mm-hmm. I think that happened once or twice. Um, but I don't have, like, Halloween like childhood memories, maybe. really. Yeah. Same. I, I grew up the same way. Mm-hmm. My mom was, like, very literal about things. Mm-hmm. She saw a ghoul on the side of a, a thing, and she found about Halloween. Because mm-hmm. um, Halloween is not a thing in Haiti. Uh, so she didn't grow <laughs> up at Halloween. <laughs> so when she heard about this stuff with ghosts, mm-hmm. and it just it reeked of demonicness. So she was like, <laughs> Greg, you're not being involved with anything Halloween. Right. Uh, and we, 
We didn't even have candy out for the oh, kids. Oh, yeah, I didn't even do candy. Oh, we didn't even do candy. But the, I think the kids would knock on our door. Like, my dad would like, turn off the lights. So they, <laughs> so they would come to the you house. You were the house with so the lights We were the house out. with the lights out, and they would just skip our house. <laughs> and I think maybe, like, one year somebody came to the door. And yeah. I think, but we didn't ever, never buy candy. Yeah. And it was to the point where I remember in elementary school, our school would have a Halloween parade. Yeah. And um, before they had this Halloween parade, they, they send us off with this permission slip. Mm-hmm. And you take it to your parents, you go, and the parents start to sign to say, like, oh, you can attend the mm-hmm. Halloween parade. Because they mm-hmm. will take us out to this, like, retirement home community, mm-hmm. walk the kids around their cute costumes, mm-hmm. and and get candy from the old people. Yeah. And it would be a whole cute moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess where my mom signed? Where? She said no. Ah! Right? Mama said, absolutely so not. I was uh, relegated to mm. the library mm. for like two hours. While well, everyone else had fun. I think I was maybe one of like two kids. Oh, because most parents are like, give just, the kids whatever, candy. Just go out like, there. They're going to walk around, whatever. Aww. And I was like, what am I? This was, I vividly remember how long those two hours were. Yeah. I was like, this is torture. I'd rather just go out there. In the following year, I just never show my parents to slip. Or yeah, I just like, I'm not doing that signature. again. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm just walking through. I'm not going to know about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how it was. Like, oh, wow. Halloween was not really a thing. Oh, you're much, much more, I would say, it's much more strict. Mm-hmm. Just a smidge. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine being a kid and seeing everybody else tearing up right. some Starburst, honey, and here you go. Oh right! I mean, I, I, my friends like hit, hooked me up with some candy course, after, but it's course, but you know, I definitely was not going to school in the Power Rangers yeah, costume. Yeah, I, you know? I, yeah, I see that. Yeah, wow. so we were. I was omitted, so both our childhood uh, was seems like it was pretty dull from a yeah, Halloween perspective. It wasn't. It just wasn't consistent with me. There was pepperings of moments where my mom would indulge, mm-hmm. and then there were moments that she would not. And I think if I'm to really think about it, it may have been. Based on how much we wanted to do it, like she was like, ah, yeah, like yeah, like you know, if it was something we wanted to do, or if we had mentioned there's friends who were doing something, like I vaguely remember going to the mall, yeah, because remember malls would on Halloween have candy at each of the stores, and you could watch around, walk around the stores. Mm -hmm. Like I remember doing that, like she, like things like that that were like light. But never like a full face painting. We're buying a costume and decorating the uh-huh. house. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> so how um, was your adult life now that you know you you're in college? College was rampant for Halloween parties. Oh my gosh, college! I mean, is all, the all of best. adulthood really is, college, is Halloween parties. Yeah, college. How, how is was best. that for you? Oh, I had fun in college. I think as an adult, I was like, I'm going in. <laughs> I think because I didn't do it as a kid, I went all. in. In in college with Halloween, yeah, yeah, but like not in the fun, sexy way that you think most girls do. So uh-huh. you have Halloween where you think like girls dress up in a la um, Mean Girls. Uh, Halloween is the the one night a year where girls can dress like complete sluts and no one can say anything uh, about yeah. it. Like that's the quote from Mean Girls, and it's true. Like Halloween is the day where everyone wears yeah. lingerie and puts kitten yeah, ears I'm on top cat. of themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cat. I'm a cat. I'm a leopard. Yeah. I'm the devil. Right, and it's this straight up lingerie. Yeah, it's lingerie yeah. and heels. And what um, did you do? I never did that. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I'm a grade A nerd, um, uh-huh. I went full on grotesque, like full on oh, creepy God. character every freaking chance I got for Halloween because that's who I am as a person. Yeah. And I cared not I rem- to be sexy. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> like one of the, f- we were invited to a Halloween party early on. And you were so excited. It's like, this Very. is my moment. Yep. And this was like a long, this was a quite a few years ago. And you said, I'm going to be Maleficent. Yep. And I was like, this was before the film. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> before the Maleficent. Surgeon, and it's yeah. like, and I was like, okay. And you kind of pulled up an image on mm-hmm. of Disney or whatever. And yeah. I was looking at it. It's like, okay. She's just cloaked in black. <laughs> Greg was like, well, where's the thigh? I was like, where's the snatch waist coming <laughs> at? The, where, where's the cleavage? Where's the I don't see you it. You mean like a sexy Maleficent, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. Straight up anatomically correct <laughs> Maleficent <laughs> with the green face. I, did, I killed and, that makeup look. And I was, and I was like, all right, killed babe, it. you know, go on, be Maleficent. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you, did, my, you did me as like a Frankenstein. Yeah, I made Greg Frankenstein. Yeah, and I had like a, a blazer with a pocket square. Yeah. <laughs> A very a dapper fancy Stein. Uh, um, Frankenstein. Yeah, and, I, and that's what I was like. Yeah, Lex would rather Lex would pull up to a Halloween party dressed as Gandalf yeah. with the beard. <laughs> I sure would. And be like, "You're yeah. in Lord of the Rings." I and love Before going she would pull there. out a cat costume, a sexy cat costume. <laughs> I would never think to be sexy. I'm just, you know, fun fact about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not like an overtly sexy, sexy sexual person. If that makes yeah. sense, like you know, some girls like just, just ooze lean into it. Sexiness. I'm again your grade A nerd. Your grade uh, A. Let's go there. I'm not afraid to be cringy and weird. Mm-hmm. And um, that that's was, just kind that of my pocket. Me up. <laughs> And then, but one of these days, you know, before it's all over with, I'll be sexy for Halloween. Uh-oh. Every year, I What's think about be? what I'm gonna do, and like, sexy is always an option. But then I'm like, man, but I could really transform myself right. into I something could be cool. Like, I could be like something cool. <laughs> I could be like Noah's Ark. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to do Edward Scissor's hands oh, one of these God. years. <laughs> Which I still have room to do. So maybe next year I'll start acquiring the pieces now. You can't do Edward Scissorhands scissor hands hands would be dope. You can't do a sexy Yes, you can. Hands. You can't. I can try. It's a guy. I mean, but what's a sexy costume? Let's do a vote. If Alexis had to be something sexy for Halloween, what do we think that she should be? You got to go super basic. Since you went so intricate. Yeah. In your costumes, you got to go like super basic, mm-hmm. the most basic sexy costume, which is a cat, mm-hmm. like the super simplest. And then maybe to, satis- to satiate your your costume design dreams, yeah. you go like over the top, like make it the most dramatic now, cat costume. Do. That I can do. And like take it to another level, like... I'm talking about getting costuming, yeah, proper whiskers, ooh. proper. See, see, now she's like excited. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, ooh, you I can't... wonder if I can do a prosthetic nose and oh, everything. God. She's gonna go full cats, y'all. It's go- yeah, <laughs> it, it's gonna start out sexy and end up Broadway musical cats. <laughs> you know what? When we finally get, when we finally get the video up, because we've been working on this video for the past two months, y'all. We struggle, but we get it through. We're trying to get there. Um, y'all. You have to. Go insanely over the top for your Halloween costume. Like, say less. Like, we're like hiring people from Hollywood to style you. And and please do. Just because it's so hilarious how deep you want to (laughs) go. Yeah, because if I I can't just do a thong 
mm-hmm. and a pair of kid ears. Like, I can't <laughs> do it. Like, what are we doing here? Well, like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, but you what about others? you? Well, I mean, I didn't have a had much. Oh, I dressed really. you up. That is you, your you, story. You did my costume and <laughs> you know, I I was so scarred from my childhood. I just never <laughs> I never broached the subject as an adult. Oh, yeah. I want us to one of the ones that I I've wanted us to do, but maybe we'll do it when we have kids is the Adams family. Mm-hmm. I want to be Morticia Adams so bad. Mm-hmm. And I think she is the perfect combination of spooky sexy. Okay. So I think Morticia and Gomez Love that. And then if we you have children, we can have a little Wednesday in Pugsley Adams. Is there a hand? Is that the one with the hand? Oh, yeah. And then there's... um. We'll hand. make Loki the hand. He's over here climbing, scaling oh, the couch, y'all. Oh, my goodness. You should the studio. see this dog. It's wild. He's just trying to get comfortable. I don't know what's happening. Um, uh, <laughs> But yeah, we could also do that. Um, But yeah, TBD on what we decide to do. But I do want to know, what is Lex's sexy costume? Number one. And number two, what should our couple slash family costume be? Yeah. Like, what's a good one for that? Okay. Love Mm -hmm. it. So, I remember you guys, uh, which we talked about this. You guys, you had a trip to Florida without me. Um, That happens sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens too many times. As I came back from a trip to Florida without you. Mm -hmm. Um, But you guys went to Halloween Horror Nights, right? (gasps) Oh, that wasn't without you. Okay, so yeah, Halloween Horror Nights. What do you mean? Was I in town? Were we living in Orlando? We were. Okay, so here's the story about Halloween Horror Nights. So you guys know, Greg and I lived in Orlando a very long time. Our family also lives in Florida. My parents would come to visit me, us, in Orlando quite often. Um, Orlando is home to one of uh, Universal's... uh, Universal Studios theme parks, and as part of the theme park, their seasonal offerings, they do what is called Halloween Horror Nights every year. It's where in the latter part of the day, I think it's uh, maybe end of August all the way to October 31st, um, is an evening of frights. Yeah, they turned um, us. They turned the theme park over. They right? turned the theme park over into a spooky, spooky situation. And each year, they have these themed haunted houses that people literally go up for. Like, yeah. it's insane um, how excited people get for these. And so, as a local Orlando in at the time, <laughs> um, it was just known to me that like uh, Halloween Horror Nights was a thing, but it wasn't anything that I was excited to go to because, as much as I enjoy the spooky season, I don't mm. particularly like haunted house frights. Um, and the thing okay. about Halloween Horror Nights is that there are scare zones and non-scare zones. So even if you're not going into a haunted house, there's a chance of you getting scared. And some about that just didn't feel like me, so I never intentionally went to Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. Well. One time, my parents and my sister, yeah, my parents, my sister, myself, yep, um, we, they'd come up to visit me, and I had gotten discounted tickets to Universal Studios. Yeah. That happens sometimes. You work for an Orlando company. Oftentimes, discounts to the parks comes as one of the perks. Right. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. We'll go to Universal. We love Universal. It's not Disney. It's not Kitty. Like, it's fun. There's rides. There's uh, Harry Potter land, which we love. So we mm-hmm. were going to go. So we decided we were going to go later in the afternoon, let the sun kind of go down a bit, beat the Florida heat. Little did we know when we get there, 
the changing of the guard from Universal to Halloween Horror Nights was literally happening the hour that we arrived. <laughs> oh, so you didn't know. You we didn't go in expecting to go all. to Halloween Horror Nights. At all. We were going as a family. Literally, my mom, my dad, and my sister were there. Like, we were yeah. going to have regular fun. But we had already purchased our tickets. So we're like, okay, either we kind of wait and go tomorrow, which is like, you know, they got to go. Like, it was right. only like they a one day thing. They were in a hotel. So, like, that's an extra stay. It's a whole thing. They're like, the lady's like, or like for 30 more bucks per ticket, like you can go to Halloween Horror Nights. You can mm-hmm. still ride the rides because the rides are still a thing. Just know that like it turns a, a to ghoul Halloween will Horror Nights. hop out at you. <laughs> so we have this family discussion of like, okay, y'all, are we going to do this? Like, are we yeah. going to, because we're like not a, family a huddle. Halloween. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're not a Halloween family. So it's like, but we're here. We've already entered the park, like yeah. whatever. So we're like, okay, cool. We'll do it. Child, would I tell you, this is one of the best memories I have with my family in my Uh entire life. Us going through Halloween Horror Nights unexpectedly is a gag. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, we are going through all of these haunted houses, right? We get through a good bit of them. We're going through all these haunted houses, and we have, like, a method of attack. Okay, what's this method of attack? (laughs) Because, you know, you got to go from the the least scary to the most scary. Okay. So my daddy is the least scary, so he goes in first. Oh, he's in the front. He's in the front. Oh, boy. My sister, Adrian is like medium scary, not real scary, yeah. so she's behind my dad. I'm scary, so I'm in the back. And yeah. then behind me is the scariest of them all, your my mom mama. just clenching on <laughs> your, mama in the your back. shirt. So we walk into these haunted houses in like a single file line. Oh, Daddy's God. leading the troop. Meanwhile, everyone else is just like closed eyes behind him <laughs> in a single file line. And that is how we went through all these houses. I don't think I saw any of the houses. Yeah. I just kind of walked through them and screamed. You just screamed. You had your head <laughs> in Dree's back. Yeah, I had makeup basically. on Adrian's shirt. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Cowering from the Cowering. The, the frights. It was crazy. Then um, at one point, uh, I heard it almost came to blows. Yeah, at one point. <laughs> <laughs> they even tried the wrong black man. Yeah, so we were walking through one. And, you know, they have these pop scares, these jump scares. Yeah, like um, a, 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 someone in a costume yeah. will jump out behind a curtain. Yeah, literally a jump scare. And, scare. and scream at you. So this guy jumps in front of my dad. And my dad, like, bucks up to punch <laughs> the man in the face. Like, it's a moment where he was about to, like, deck this man. And we're like, That's, Daddy, you can't uh, do no, that. No, no, no. This is a, this is a, a paid actor. You can't fight <laughs> like you can't. <laughs> the actors. They're on payroll, this father. Is, this is a planned, <laughs> sanctioned <laughs> fright zone. You can't fight these people. It was just like a knee-jerk reaction for That's him. It was so, so funny. funny. Um, but we had a good time. I think if you are like medium scary, you mm-hmm. can go to Halloween Horror Nights. Because again, there are scare zones and non-scare zones. In the scare zones, though... People, the actors will come up to you. Like, yeah. they will come up to you come and harass you. Mm-hmm. So, if you're an introvert like myself, your anxiety will be through the roof. And mine's was through the yeah, roof. Yeah. Like, I just, because I look scary. So, I know they're going to bother go, me because I you, look yeah. scary. Because you're looking scary. I look scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's so um, funny. Did you guys record funny. video of that? Why do I feel like it was a recording? Uh, I, I feel like I remember scream, you, you three screaming. Yeah. By you three, I mean... You, your sister, and your mom. And my mom. And it, behind the screams uh-huh. is your dad laughing in his signature laugh <laughs> voice. 
just laughing above your guys screaming. That's probably somewhere deep in the archives. I'll have the to find chat. it. Um, but absolutely, we had a good time. That's the only time my family has ever celebrated or partaken. Yeah, I ain't never been back, huh? Ain't never been back. I'd do it again, though. Uh-huh. I would do it again now that I know what to expect. Yeah. And also, you guys may know that I'm obsessed with watching Disney and Orlando content reviews on YouTube. <laughs> um, so every year that I see it go on, I'm like, oh, I could go back and enjoy yeah. myself. So we gotta anyway. run that one back. And I've got to be there this time. You have to be there this time. And I time. want your family to be there because I'd love to see this <laughs> this line of four y'all, how that works. Y'all going into the haunted <laughs> houses. I would just love to just witness that. Oh my gosh. So fun. So fun. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's the only other sort of Halloween moments that I've experienced, and you haven't experienced any at all. So we have to we have to make that happen for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the spirit of Halloween, you know, celebrities get really into it. Yeah, really into Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year is no different. And so I have been seeing the outfits that the girlies has been have been pulling together. Right. Yeah. And I want to show them to you and get your thoughts. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna run through the list. We're gonna, gonna run through them. some of these lists. I'll tell you guys what the girls are giving some of our mm-hmm. faves. Now, I am going to start out with Christina Aguilera, y'all. Christina Aguilera oh, dressed up. I haven't up heard as that name in a while. Cher- I know, me neither. Um, but she dressed up as Cher this year. She's wearing oh, a classic yeah, yeah. 80s Cher outfit. That's cool. A leather look, and she looks so nice. What do you yeah. think of this Yeah, is it her Instagram? What is this? A fashion, yeah. fashion Bomb Daily? Yeah, I'm on Fashion Bomb Daily looking at all the girls' looks because oh, okay, it's okay, curated yeah. there. Yeah, Isn't classic. that cute? Who's this going to say? Madonna or Cher? That is Christina as Aguilera Cher. as Cher. Cher, yeah. I see it. She did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Another one that I liked quite a bit um, was uh, Lizzo as Elvira. You guys know Elvira is spooky queen, right. legend in the spooky community, and she did good. <laughs> She's got the the Elvira pompadour, yeah. the cleavage, because Elvira was low-key sexy, yeah. like a little a sexy little something. It's funny. She has both cleavages. She has a front cleavage, and, and then she cleavage. has butt cleavage. Because it wouldn't be Lizzo <laughs> if we didn't see a little bit of crack, okay? Um, I love that look. I thought that was super cute. Mm-hmm. Another one that I thought was absolutely gorgeous um, was Sweetie as <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. Oh, now, is I this did, what inspired yeah, the idea? Yeah, I was like, I could do Edward Scissorhands. Not her messing up this fern in her house with the Scissorhands. <laughs> I thought she looked cute. She wow, did that, sexy Edward That looks like very high production. Like It's very right. intricate. This is not like... this. Costume was made like yeah, this was like her. designed, yeah. Because there's like a lot of chain on there and buckles, similar to like the the elements of the other Edward Scissorhands outfit, but just Very in a dress cool. format. And the scissors look pretty dope on their fingers. Yeah, but it's her messing up this bush or this <laughs> this indoor plant. Cutting up this bush. I love it. I love anything that's like ghouly. Uh-huh. And, and I this think is all she on Fashion really Bomb job. Daily. So all for the on Fashion to, like, Bomb see Daily. What you're and two of my faves, and this is the the last two I'm going to highlight, are two of my fave artists of the moment, and they linked up at what was a um, Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland inspired party, I believe, something to that degree. Um, Meg the Stallion <laughs> showed mm-hmm. up as a flower. Sounds Uh-oh. very simple, but literally the dopest flower I've ever oh, seen. Oh wow! It's like it's like the uh, the the was it a villain on Batman? 
I'm sorry. Yeah, the Batman oh, universe. Oh, it kind of looks like um, Poison uh, Ivy. Poison Ivy. It, it gives Poison Ivy, but then she has this beautiful headpiece that looks like uh, petals. Right. Yeah, that is very intricate. Like, when I say Halloween, this is what I be talking about. Well, this is what you, yeah. But it's also sexy. Yeah, so that's the that's where you're <laughs> that's looking for a cross-section of <laughs> highly produced, yeah. over-the-top, yeah. uh, damn near Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, not Halloween. Hollywood, Hollywood. Cost, costuming with um, a, an, a, a bit of a snatched waist. Yeah, That's what I you're just looking for. I always leave out the snatched <laughs> waist, but not this, not next year, y'all. Um, and then with her is my girl Victoria Monet. Okay. Um, my new favorite R and B artist. Love, love, love Victoria Monet, and she came as a um, a really stylish nun. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Let me see. Um, really intricate lace detailing. Um, the outfit is red. Right. Yeah. Really, really cute. I said, okay, for the girls linking up. This is next level. Right. Yeah, they are. They've taken it. They've taken it there. I absolutely love it. You guys should head on over to Fashion Bomb Daily and look at the curation of some of the looks um, that the girls pulled together because mm-hmm. it's very cute. Oh, and then honorable mention goes to. Halle Bailey and um, her boyfriend, DDG. Um, they decided to be uh, Tupac and Janet Jackson, oh, a la Poetic goodness. Justice. That's very timely. <laughs> very timely. I'm like, y'all just Yikes. dropping hints without See, dropping hints. I can't hints. let Will Smith live, huh? Oh, just bury him oh even more. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> They'd be doing my boy Will bad, They'd y'all. They'd be doing Will dirty. Um, but they looked really cute. Hallie is a beautiful girl, and I didn't realize how much she looked like Janet Jackson until mm-hmm. I saw those photos. Let me show you that one. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, you and, saw and, that and, one? And, and I, I, yeah, he, she like nailed that look. Yeah. I mean, naturally, her face is very, uh, her face is kind of similar, very mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. In that, in, to, to the way Jada looked in that in that film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that film, uh, you were telling me about a list of Halloween movies that you yeah. were that you wanted to like highlight. I did, in and the I think you said season. we saw some of them, right? We've seen some of them. We have seen some of them. I will say one of my guilty pleasures, even though I am scary, is a good <laughs> Halloween movie. I love a scary film, and I think it's because, again, like. I wasn't able to really dig into Halloween as a kid, so one of my guilty pleasures was sneaking away and watching, and watching scary a, movies. A spooky film. I would go to my grandma's house in Jacksonville oh with my cousins. You know the cousins that you don't see all the time. They're like your your daddy side of the family. Yeah. Well, my daddy side of the family, they were just a little bit more cool, and so they had access to scary films. Mm. So I would go to my grandma's house with my cousins, and I would watch scary films. Now, see. Your parents were on to some not letting you watch these scary films. Yes, to they this were. Day, you're, you have been traumatized <laughs> by one particular film that actually your dad made you watch yeah, this or is, this allowed is, you to watch, yeah, I should say. This is 100% and it was a dad move. Arachnophobia. Yeah, arachnophobia has scarred me for life. If you know me, I hate spiders. And when I say I hate <laughs> spiders, if there's a spider the size of a peanut in the room, 18 feet on the other wall, I can't go in the room it and I'm is, not even kidding. It is Maury levels yeah. of visceral reaction. <laughs> you know, like the Maury segments where you'd be like, this person's scared of peanut butter. And they like, they break out a jar of Jiffy. Right. And, and they're, they're like, like ah! They run yeah. out the room. Oh, this is how you, you like olives. <laughs> That's a classic episode That's of Maury, cut. by the That's way. That's a deep cut. Man, Maury was so good. What a king. We should. All For right. I, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. Hard left. 
um, a reboot of a Mori esque show, mm-hmm. we should host that. Oh yeah, absolutely. We should host that because I think we kind of like are in a similar wave. Mori was like, uh, he was very kind, yep, uh, very professional, mm-hmm. but but he was also still down to the, to get into the into the mess. As so he, yeah, he was. He was. So I think that'd be like should. a good platform for us to build. We should we should maybe pitch that to Hollywood. Yeah, because you know I'm inquisitive. Mm-hmm. And like I just I just I just want to know I'm a little messy, right. so I'm willing to go there. <laughs> yeah. And I want to know who the baby daddy is. So. I want to know who the baby daddy know. is. This too. is our third trial. We're gonna see try number four, and we're gonna find out who the baby. Judgment anyway, free. Let's put that down. A note: uh, things we love. Put we're gonna we're that. gonna do that in the future one put day. Put yeah. um, And I, I hope you guys tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, but get me back to where I was at before I got scary movies. By, by more. Yeah, your fear yeah, of spiders I have is a out of control. Re- I have arachnophobia. Yeah. Because and I would hear you scream movie. like, ah! Mm-hmm. Like, ah! Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. It'll be, it'll be all that. Nah. I come down and I just, it's like, oh, that's not a spider. That's just like a little black mark on him. It's like, oh, like that's like some furniture hit the wall and made a little indent. I can't do it. Yeah, I it's, can't it's do irrational. it. It is, I, and I recognize it's an irrational fear, mm-hmm. but it is a gut re. I, I start to sweat. Like I don't like it. I do <laughs> not like gas. spiders. Yeah, She's feeling <laughs> a bubbly child. It's yeah. embarrassing. So yeah, there is something not letting your kids watch certain scary movies too early because they can't handle. They can't handle it. I mean, for me, the the movie that I saw too young. What was it? That was <laughs> that traumatized me. What? What is it? It was Beloved. Do you Yo, remember that film? Oh, okay. Let's My talk about parents it. Parents had me watch it Beloved at like eight years old. Okay, can we talk about Beloved though? That because is a here's traumatizing film for anyone, adults and all. I agree. Beloved is such a layered, magical, mythical. <laughs> Traumatizing. It's it is a, a beloved is a yeah. lot, and it's if you're a, not a familiar lot. with the actual text, like the if you have not read the book, then the the film interpretation of it leaves out some of the nuances that I think make the movie a little more intense Jarring. than it would otherwise. It was something else. There was a scene where a baby was thrown. Mm-hmm. To this day, I have never recovered. Yeah, was like because you know you. My innocence was like wiped away. Yeah, in that <laughs> like moment, the idea of like someone moment. throwing a baby was oh so jarring. Mm. Yeah, my parents let me see that at like the tender age of nine. They did, and that's when it came. It came out when we were about that age. Yeah, I don't too think much. they realized. Did you, you didn't see it until later. Right? I didn't see it until later, and I remember there being conversations because you know you be overhearing adults. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember there being conversations of not letting the kids <laughs> not watch letting, yeah. it and, because it was that way. And I, I remember like fake sleeping. It was mm-hmm. just too traumatizing for me. Like <laughs> in the theater, I was when like, I'm like... gonna fake sleep and <laughs> avoid all this visual trauma. <laughs> And I cowered into the movie theater seat (laughs) because only another hour of this left. Let me just act like I'm sleeping. And you know, you became a possum. It was only the sounds of fake fake death. (laughs) Yes. You faked death. Yeah. So I just had only the sounds of the trauma at that point. But anyway. I watched Beloved as an adult. And as an adult, having had read the text, I'm like, oh, the visualization of this is a lot more into, but like below again, it's like it's a nuanced story. It's like a mental health story. Mm-hmm. It's a there's a magical mythical element to it. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to process. Um, I have one more, and then we can go okay, down to the yeah, list. Yeah. You another, got another story. Traumatizing another film? traumatizing film. Thanks, Dad. This is number two. Oh boy. Two strikes for you, Mark. 
Uh-huh. Um, vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell y'all, I remember, and you know, you're traumatized by vampire. Vampire in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn messed Eddie me Murphy up, messed me the heck up, and let me tell you why. I still remember to this day. The moment I saw it, the TV I saw it on, oh how the living room God. looked in Eddie the 90s. When I saw it. And what it was, it was that scene where Eddie Murphy, the vampire, had killed uh, the roommate. Yeah, Jerry Curl, didn't he? How he he did. had a slick bag, a half perm or it something. Was, it was Jerry Curl, real juicy. <laughs> but he had killed uh, Angela Bassett's roommate. Mm-hmm. But then... She ha- there was a painting of the girl like hanging like this, like uh-huh. on like on a cross, and then they found the girl's body hanging like that. Oh, you're you're how old were you? Oh my god, how, when did that movie come out? Let's confirm. I don't know. You might have watched a rerun because I thought like no. that's the '80s. I I saw it. It was on VHS. Okay, um, okay, VHS. So it was, it was on VHS. It was, uh, but when I tell already. you that scene took me out, <laughs> and then also. There was the scene where like they they be biting on each other and the blood that little blood scene. Yeah. Oh my god! Please. First off, ninety five. Any film in the nineties oh. with the practical effects. G- gross. Everything was wet. Ugh. Everything was slimy. Ugh. The sound effects. You remember all those movies in the nineties? Sounds like this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all just. <laughs> if, this is... If you never listen to us again, I don't blame you because that was this bad. We should have put uh, a trigger warning. Yeah, I apologize. Trigger... <laughs> but the nineties, the nineties like films with because there was no CGI, yeah. So they leaned into darkness in scenes, mm-hmm. uh, like mechanized, mechanized mm-hmm. robots, robotics, and mechanisms, and mm-hmm. and really nasty gr- practical effects Gross. of like. And slimy things mm, and gooky things and sores. Because nowadays things are when they make things gross, yeah. it's so CGI that yeah. it doesn't really affect me. That's fact. Uh, aside from uh, Last of Us, oh, Last when of they us had those uh, zombies and the, the the and I think those were practical too. Yeah, I think those are actually think, headdresses. I agree on the actors. Well, yeah, um, but the nineties took it to another Ooh. level. The Fur and the fake blood and yeah. the, the, the it, it gook. was it was too much for me. And again, it came out in '95, and I'm pretty sure I saw it around about that time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it had to be because the trauma that is in my soul even now, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> Something about that movie just don't. Sit have you right watched it spirit. since? Have you I watched? Have. I wonder how you feel now. A little triggered, to be honest. <laughs> so like I'm not gonna lie. Like that scene to this day is too much. Is too much for me. Um, but a, mm-hmm. back to the list of other movies. Um, that are Halloween favorites. Okay. Um, it's a list of 30, so I will not share them with you all. This is a list pulled together by Refinery29. Um, but some of these we have seen. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Okay. Any, any um, good we ones? We have seen The Blair Witch Project. Okay, did you know? Okay. Fun fact. Go ahead. Uh, UCF alumni made that film. What? The Blair Witch Project, yeah. UCF uh, film school students. We went to UCF, guys. We went to That's UCF, why that yeah. matters. Interesting. Yeah. A little uh, Orlando connection there. I like the Blair Witch Project. I, I'm glad yeah. that there's a connection. Um, it's not super scary to me, though. Yeah. It's a, one of those classic. You could tell the, they had a lower budget because they leaned into like a lot of the unknown mm-hmm. sound effects and, mm-hmm. and shocks and like a lot of uh, not... Uh, I guess like a 
assumption. I don't know what you call it when they like yeah, they like, like a... uh, they don't really reveal the the threat. They kind of like allude like alluding to threats and things like that. Yeah, I think it's the fear of the unknown that makes the Blair Witch Project scary. And I think what also made it unique for the time was the POV sort of way that it was filmed. Ah, uh, documentary like a yeah handheld camera mm-hmm. style. Like you, that was pretty smart. That was very smart. So I think that was new for the time, if I recall. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what made that movie good. Um, we have also seen The Ring. At least I have. I've seen The Ring. In I don't remember that one. I don't oh, think I saw that one. Oh, I saw The Ring. Mm-hmm. That's scary. <laughs> is it worth watching? Should I watch it? It probably wouldn't be as scary now, but it's worth watching. Yeah. The okay. Ring is, and it's, um, <clears throat> it, it it was my first introduction to like Asian films. Mm-hmm. The Asian, the, the Asian horror category. Yeah. And there have been some Asian horror films to come out since then that have been pretty good. One that we saw recently, I can't remember mm. the name. Shoot. The um, Korean film yes. that was went really popular. Was that horror? It was horror to me. On the Netflix? <laughs> it was it was Oh jeez, I'm run, I'm going drawing a blank. Here. We'll look it up and I mean Hunger Games. Is that what it's called? The no, Hunger Games. What's that one? No, no, no. <laughs> Squid Games. Yes. Hunger the, Games. The Hunger Games Chow. That was not a horror film. Not Squid Games was kind of scary. Yes, yeah, Squid Games was scary. But not in the same way this other one was. But anyway, The Ring was on the list. Okay. Um, another one that I think we have seen together is It, the 2017 version. We saw that in theater. 2017? Yeah. yeah, that came out in 2017 as well. We might have, did we watch It 2 as well in theaters? We saw It and It 2 in theaters. I think I fell asleep on the first one. I did so not. I don't remember. It scared the heck out of 2017, me. 2017, that's a long time ago. Yeah. I remember it vividly though. Mm-hmm. I remember, um... How good the actor was. What's his name? Come on. Scars? No, one Scar of the Scars Guard boys. Yeah. Not Alexander, the other one. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he be acting. That one was very yeah, he good. He did really good as that character. Um, another one that I think we would remember, classic. It's horror, but more of a thriller. Silence of the Lambs. Ah, Anthony Hopkins. <sighs> I love Genius. I love the uh, Hannibal Lecter story. Oh. I love the Hannibal Lecter cinematic universe. This, yes, I just talk, love talk about I love that. It. The Hannibal you know, Lecter I mean, one of my universe. favorite television series was the television series that was briefly on NBC. Yeah, uh, called Hannibal. Uh, so star, good. Starring uh, Mads Milkinson, is that his name? Yeah, Mads Milkinson. Um, he was a Bond villain. He has a very like intense look about him mm-hmm. um but he's was hannibal lecter mm-hmm. and it's i just i just love that universe i loved science of the lamb mm-hmm. uh red dragon mm-hmm. um it's the idea of like a super villain mm-hmm. that's not centered in like fantasy yeah it's like a super villain that like could exist yeah yeah and the cannibal like the cannibal aspect of it is adds an extra bit of spookiness Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love Silence of the Lamb. It's a good one. I agree. And one of the reasons Is that why the one it's a put lotion on the basket. Uh I think that's what that's Hannibal. That's Silence of the Lamb. Lotions on the in the body and the ba- yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Silence of the Lamb. <laughs> Sorry. Um I like the films because it combines two things that I enjoy. Um thriller slash horror as well as investigation. I mm. love a I love an investigation. And phenomenal acting. Um and phenomenal acting. Your boy acting. Anthony Hopkins in there. He there's no one I mean, while I like Mads Milkinson as a modern day Hannibal Lecter and he brought like a refinement to it. Mm-hmm. Um 
he elevated a, a, elevated the role a little bit and made it his own. I think I can always think of Anthony Hopkins as that character. Yeah. Like he is like creep beyond creepy. Oh, he's such a good actor. Um, he did really good on um I'm struggling, y'all. What's the what's the <laughs> HBO show? The HBO show uh where they had the robots. I bet everyone's screaming into their headphones right now. The HBO show Westworld. I can't believe I forgot Westworld. West Westworld, World. yeah. Anthony I was Hopkins trying to think of the performance. Theme song. It, dun, no. No, I, I was about to say dun, 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 dun. that's the other. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is not on Game of Thrones. He's not in Game of Thrones. That's X Files. <laughs> we are all sorts of wrong this evening. X Files was also scary. Did you watch X Files? I didn't watch the X Files. So you should I watch can't. it since you love investigation and you I love do. you love like a, a good television show. Uh-huh. You should watch um the X Files from the nineties. I think I shall. Yeah. What I'll else is that. on the list? Any anything else that stands out? There's just a couple of notables that I think everyone's aware of. 1973's The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, um, iconic. 1976's The Omen, both of which I have seen. Very mm-hmm. scary. The original Texas Chainsaw Ma- Massacre. Oh, those were scary. 74. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Conjuring 2013, also very scary. Um, Carrie 1976. You know, people talk a lot mm-hmm. about Carrie, and I haven't seen it. Okay. Have you seen Carrie? No, I th- I didn't see that one. I think from that era, what really stands out to me is The Shining. The Shining's not I, on the... Oh, it is. I love the 1980, Shining. The Shining, and we have seen that. Jack Nicholson, right? Jack Nicholson. That was a good one. I, I love that like psychological uh, as- the psychological aspect of it. I agree, and I was taken with the visuals of it like the mm. the world building that was done in that movie i thought right. was really cool that scene really where the, cool. the blood like f- f- like ravines down the hallway of the of the building that they were in and then that bathroom scene where the person's mm. skin was kind of like uh, okay anyway we'll move on <laughs> we'll move on yeah. um and then last but not least um for the vibes for the culture get out 2017 get out the, not you know, scary I, per se but definitely a thriller really good yeah that's mm-hmm. a really good one yeah um, what are your favorites? What is your favorite uh, spooky film? A little scary, a little weird mm, in general? It's hard to say my favorite. Mm, you don't Put have me one? on the spot a bit. I don't know if I have a favorite. Mm. I mean, you know my um, favorite. What is it? Pan's Labyrinth. That's my favorite. See, like, I don't consider that a horror Scary, spooky film. Spooky film. But it's beautiful dark storytelling so yeah. i think it applies i mean guillermo del toro he is the best at making like weird spooky frightening things yep I yeah agree. that pale man <laughs> character in that <laughs> film if you guys pale have man. seen pants labyrinth pale man. or just google pale man if mm-hmm. you haven't seen it and then that's gonna make you want to see the film because yeah. it's so eerie and it's it's kind of like you could see something like that actually existing yeah, yeah. that movie is otherworldly it's the first movie that we actually saw together ever yeah i had to had to come out the gate strong with you i had to yeah. like can you imagine our first you. date our first so, time hanging out intimately like hanging out with each other i've ever seen and greg watches pan's labyrinth with me <laughs> yep and you see it worked it worked <laughs> got him he was like oh he got a little bit of taste he had a little, he, he had a little education or whatever a little culture <laughs> um but that's good but good you stuff. know you know, one film, one one scene, I'm going to talk about a scene in a film that is one of 
the most scariest scenes that I remember and is Ooh. is imprinted in my mind uh-huh. is actually from this film called Legion. I've never seen Legion. What is Legion? Have you seen about? Legion? Tyrese is in this one. Okay, so Tyrese is it? Okay, you, you haven't seen Legion. I'll let it go. Let's you move should watch on. it. It's actually pretty good. It's All a right, film it. about. Um, it's not exactly a horror film. Yeah, but it's pretty spooky. Um, basically, it's set in this like diner out in the Midwest, in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. like a a Western diner on mm-hmm. a side of a, a side of like an empty road. Okay, and uh, uh, it basically covers the fate of a few people who meet at this point. Okay. One, one of which is Tyrese. Okay. <laughs> and the opening scene in this movie, and um, the scene that really is what made the trailer for this film so impactful mm-hmm. was the scene where um, a old lady gets possessed mm-hmm. by like a demon mm-hmm. and she like turns and flies up into the corner of the diner is holding herself up in the corner of the ceiling and sure. she's like looking at him and like drooling and her Ooh. face is all demonic. Mm-hmm. You, you, didn't, you don't remember the scene? I've never seen it's the movie, like, honey. <laughs> and I think... Well, the trailer was so popular. That's why I'm saying that. Oh, but uh, you gotta watch the trailer. You it might you might remember this because it was okay. such like a. I think that was one of the few times where they did that effect. Now you see it a lot now, like the idea of when the people becoming possessed and like uh, contorting their bodies, yeah, yeah, and like running very fast on, scurrying very fast on the ground, mm-hmm. rushing uh, like the victim. Or the flying up to a corner of a building of, of the room and like mm-hmm. hovering out like that, like getting possessed mm-hmm. is such a scary sight to mm-hmm. me. Like and that scene in that movie uh, was so impactful. <gasps> yeah, you you might have seen. I feel like if I thought you would have seen this, so hun. Like I would have remembered something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, but, but we'll it became watch like it, a, it became like a horror film trope. I okay. think that was really where it was like, okay, and a lot you saw seen it a lot. The yeah. idea of like an old lady getting possessed. Oh, I see. You know, that's super scary. Mm-hmm. The old lady or the idea of like someone that is possessed jumping into a corner yeah. of the ceiling. I wanna watch it. Let's put Legion on. It actually wasn't bad. A little got a little long towards the end. Because mm-hmm. it's about like a you know, God sends a legion of angels mm-hmm. to to start the apocalypse. Oh. And uh they're fighting back. Apparently they're fighting back with guns. <laughs> so I don't apparently you know when you want to fight back an apocalypse, all you need is a good old firearm. All you need is a firearm. This a is, pistol. This must be an American movie. It's, yeah, yeah, it's hundred percent American. <laughs> well, no, actually there was a, an angel that I think defected. Like oh, he cut off his wings. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. An angel. He had. They had help of an angel and guns. Oh my God! Handguns an and an angel. It's giving uh, angel very that, much like, Satan. It's torn. giving very much left heaven. It's giving very well, much. <laughs> I mean, this this angel felt like the you know God should not have sent the apocalypse. Oh, and he was like, you know, I don't believe in this war, oh. this apocalypse on the human race. So this I'm gonna nuanced. I'm gonna change sides real quick and help 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 the people out. Yeah, it's a. We, maybe we need to watch it. I think we need to watch it because <laughs> I'm sold invested. It. We're gonna watch Legion y'all from 2013 <laughs> with Starry Tyrese. Starry Tyrese. Y'all oh watch it too. And let us know. Absolutely, that's funny. That All is right. funny. Well, now I think it's time for things we love. Things, things we, we love. love. Halloween edition. Halloween spooky, <laughs> spooky edition. Taxes. Ooh. Late bill. Mortgages. Low credit score. Student loans. <laughs> Uh, so, 
I think we're going to do it in a, such a Lex and Bench fashion where we're yeah. going to share the things we love from the arts perspective mm-hmm. that are kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. And um, I can tell a story about a trip that we took. I think it's been a couple of years now. I think it was where, in 2021. Yeah, we went to L.A. around Halloween to mm-hmm. watch a Halloween concert mm-hmm. from none other than Moses Sumney. Moses. Who is this, like, if you're not familiar with with Moses Sumney, he's a, like, like a uh, ethereal singer that kind of has this really dark vibe about him and has a very dark black aesthetic. Actually, you know, I'd say some of his style choices has influenced some of mine. Mm. Uh, getting very dark and, and leaning into like just black mm-hmm. looks and like so we went we took this trip to LA and on Halloween weekend and we stayed in Koreatown. It was so fun. LA. We had a great time. We yeah. you know, we got some of that curry. I got some curry. Mm-hmm. This is our first time we had Dave's hot chicken. Yeah. Oh, life changing. We ate there twice on that weekend. Yeah. What else did we get? Uh, here? We went we to Egg Slot, which yeah, was like a popular Slut. fast uh, food place for um, breakfast mm-hmm. egg sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a great time. And we went to the Ford Theater. In yes. LA, which is like this beautiful amphitheater. This is an amphitheater that's cut out from the side of a mountain. And Stunning. It's, and it's it's a cold, crisp uh, Halloween night, and the mm-hmm. this it's this this coolness in the air, and you're mm-hmm. you're looking up to the stars, and this Moses Sumney is singing this very <laughs> ethereal music, and it's yeah. you know everyone's dressed in black. It was mm-hmm. such a vibe. It was such a uh, a spooky. Uh, artistic weekend it was so fun one of the best concert experiences i've had in my entire life um because of just the natural presence of the amphitheater how it's built but then also because of how um i call moses sumley ethereal very Mm -hmm. melodic very moody um very a captivating performer an all-encompassing performer like he he exudes um everything that he is musically and i enjoyed it i yeah. that literally one of the best concerts i've ever been to and the band was like oh, i think the i the li- live instrumentation oh my no. goodness and I, I i remember in my when i would recount it i would always say like the band was like moses sumney's mm-hmm. of their instruments yeah, like because moses sumney actually like takes singing to like a very extreme yes uh level of like he's like pushing singing yeah. to like its limit mm-hmm. like he the breath control is out of out of out of control the range uh, is the out range of is out of control like so and in his the the band mm-hmm. is like pushing their instruments to the limit mm-hmm. equally and like doing mm-hmm. some really interesting stuff and mm-hmm. and uh so the actually that concert that we went to is on youtube uh it's it's it, they recorded it Oh, uh, so you guys could just watch it. it. Watch it yourselves. Moses Sumney. It's very um, good. Yeah. So that's the not a thing that I love, a person that I love. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween edition. Mm-hmm. Um, Moses Sumney. I love that. And to Greg's point, the the way that he chose to to um have his instrumentation with it was interesting because Usually with like this type of format, you don't see as much brass as what Moses Sumley carries with him. So there's mm-hmm. a trombone, there's a trumpet, um, there's sax. I think at one point the saxophonist leaned into a, either a clarinet or an oboe, something mm-hmm. like that. But he uses an interesting arrangement of instruments 
um, that you usually don't see yeah. with vocalists. And so that was really interesting. Really, oh, really man. interesting. I Actually, love I think that. the drummer ended up playing the oboe. Try, I don't know. Yeah. Something happened. Because, you know, musicians. Yeah, it was all over the road. It was, it was great. killing it. Great, yeah. Yeah, it was so spooky that night, too. Mm -hmm. It was like coldness in there. You could yeah. see a little bit of, like, because you're in the amphitheater looking out into the mountain, mm -hmm. and he's like, he gets elevated into the mountain on this crazy <laughs> this contraption. We really are going to link this. You can see, like, the dope. fog uh, mm -hmm. surrounding him, and uh, mm -hmm. just the natural fog of yeah. night, of nightfall. It just, it was a vibe. And, yeah, and the moon is above is... us, ca casting yeah. its, its blue glow Ooh. over us. Oh my gosh! It yeah. was a vibe. It was a little chilly too. It was a little. You could feel little shivers on chilly. the back of your neck. Little. It wasn't a little chilly. It was very chilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? Good what's one. the thing you love? What's the, what's what you got? Um. So when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh, let me think of like spooky music. And then the first thing that came to mind was like, you know, the cheesy stuff. But then I thought about um this particular song that I um was exposed to in high school mm -hmm. and it is um one of the 14 suites of Camille Saint-Saëns um Carnival of the Animals. So Camille Saint-Saëns is an 18th century French composer mm -hmm. um who is just known for being prolific. Like from what I recall like he was just a prodigy. I think he wrote his first bit of music like when he was 10 or something oh, crazy wow. like that. So like a musical prodigy, right? In France. Um and so one of the works that he's most known for, ironically, is one of the works that he did not want to be performed publicly while he was alive mm. because of its playful nature. So Carnival of the Animals, again, is a 14-suite um, composition. Mm -hmm. And each of those 14 suites um, depicts some sort of animal, right? There's... there's um, there's birds, there's um, donkeys or asses is what, you know, the, mm -hmm. the text literally translates to um, and things like that. Um, and so because it's so playful and fun and light, yeah. um, he only played it in private um, in private settings. Oh. Um, he didn't like take it seriously. He wanted to be known as a serious composer. Okay. Um, and so because this felt light, he didn't. He's like, oh, whatever, when I'm dead, you can publish it. So yeah, when he yeah. died literally a year later... It became public, mm. and it's one of his most favorite or most famous compositions. And one of the fourteen um, pieces in there is called the Aquarium. Mm. And the Aquarium, you guys have probably heard all over the place. Um, it's been featured in Disney's Fantasia, and little pieces of it will be sampled in like movies and things like that because mm -hmm. it feels so mythical and magical and, and very like otherworldly. Spooky a little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's particularly good about Carnival of the Animals is that similar to Moses Sumney um, and who, how he chooses to support with instrumentation vocally, this is also like a small set of instruments, right? So it's supposed to be played with like a piano. Uh, 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 one cello, one violin, one flute, a B flat clarinet, I think a C clarinet. This is all, sorry, this is music terminology. Yeah. So sorry if you guys are like, like what is yeah. you talking about? So, a small group of select instrumentation, which also makes it really light and personal as well. Yeah. But the aquarium is one of my favorite ones. It like, it flows through um, really beautifully. The melody is played by a flute. I'm really smooth, a lot of half notes, some whole notes in there for really and really smooth. But in the back of it, you have um, 
the piano doing these beautiful runs, these almost mm. glissandos across the piano in a way to support it. That is really pretty. Um, and it's classic. You've, yeah. you've heard it a thousand times. Um, actually, let me see if I can play it for you guys really quickly. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, you played it for me, and it's like textbook. Like if you're trying to set the scene in a film yeah, of uh, something outer-worldly happening or or magical and or spooky in mm-hmm. that regard, like you you would play this as the the soundtrack for that moment. Yeah. And it's it's so characterful in that way. It's beautiful. Let me just play a small piece of it. And each of these um sets within the suite itself, Carnival of the Animals, are really short. Mm-hmm. So they're no more than like some of them are like 30 seconds sort of like really short pieces of music. Okay. Here's just a piece of this one. Hope you guys can hear this. Yeah, that's like yeah. textbook, like haunted mansion yeah. moment. Yeah. It's, so how did you discover this? Ah, uh, yes. So <laughs> in high school, so for those of you who don't know, I have a music background, right? I'm a classically trained pianist. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, middle school is when I adopted the woodwinds and became a clarinetist as well. And so um, part of my study in high school um I went to an arts school at first, and then I transferred to um, to another high school where they had an international baccalaureate program, yeah. which I was a part of. And in the international baccalaureate program, when you test out of the program, you choose which... Um, which uh, courses or what types of study you think you're the best at, yeah. right? And the one that I, I thought I was best at was English and music. Okay. <laughs> so music became my primary study throughout um, my IB program because um, it just made sense for me. I was a musician and it made sense. Mm-hmm. So part of that deep dive in the study was um, just being aware of world music. World yeah. view was really like IB's focus. And so um, Camille Saint-Song came up um, the composer as um, one of the composers to know of the 18th century. And I was really taken with his music, um, particularly Carnival of the Animals, because of how light and beautiful and fresh that it felt yeah. compared to other compositions of that time, um, mm. which were a little more technical, a little more rigid. This just felt so much more fun, and it's always stuck with me. And Aquarium um, in particular was one that I loved. And I okay. think the world loves because, you know, you hear it all the time. I'm nice. not. I'm not the only one that knows this. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all check it out because we'll put a yeah. link in the chat uh, so you can explore more of Camille Saint Saint. Yeah. And that's, uh, we'll that's also link the Moses Sun name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it, y'all. But yeah, that's it. I hope you guys have a a spooky Halloween. Have a spooky to, Halloween, you know, y'all. You know, eat that candy and and wear that uh, slutty cat outfit and have a. <laughs> Good time. Chow, not a sl- <laughs> Don't listen to him. If you want to be a creepy crawly for Halloween, I support that. Greg, off yeah. now. You ain't got to be a little sexy. And cat. watch Legion. We all watch Legion. And watch Legion. <laughs> and, brush it, and, yeah, brush, Legion. and brush your teeth, y'all. Y'all be, yeah, you know. This candy's this really is, y'all. It's also cavity season. <laughs> well, yeah, this was yet another episode of the Lovers and Things podcast. Mm-hmm. Keep loving the things. And loving your people. It's still so important. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.